morning, great listeners. How was our night and hope we slept well? Thank God for sleeping and waking up. To start off today's podcast, we're going to be looking at a poem. Author John Terence. This poem was written on the 23rd of February, 2021. It's titled, For the Better. And it goes to us. For her, no nomenclature can do. So I chose mine. Rosie. Different from all the known, new from a world of my own. Thought my stay is help. Jokes are on my crestfallen spirit. My verbal truth is meat raw. Only the emotional intelligent can chew. My sister has hit rock bottom. A solid foundation to build. Where negative flow can form a stalagmite of strengthened hold. I wish you would take this vacation a time for somber reflection. Let me do some in my mental habitation. Then we'll know if it's for the better. I know we're wondering why poetry in communication? Well, poetry, like we have said before, is an assemblage of words. When we communicate, regardless of language, we use words. And if we must better relate with each other, we still we're going to use words. Even though communication is both verbal and non-verbal. We can use the verbal to teach the non-verbal. So let's look at some communication errors today. Communication errors. And we have enumerated about nine of them. So, one, when somebody's talking to you, do not cross your arms or lean back. Crossing your arms and leaning back when you have spoken to or when you are talked to is not a good posture to be. Let me tell you what this means. This conveys disinterest. It conveys defensiveness. It conveys a lack of interest, a lack of respect for what is said to you. That is how it is seen by the other person. Or that is how, that is what it portrays, or that is what is depicted. So be careful of that when somebody is speaking to you. Do not cross your arms or lean backwards. We'll take a short break later, then we'll come back and look at the solutions to some of these problems. So take note, number one, do not cross your arms and lean backwards when you are spoken to. Two, when you are to speak, do not speak loudly and quickly. Do not speak loudly and quickly. Why shouldn't we do this? When we rush through our words, when we, when we speak quickly and loudly, what happens? It will most likely solicit a defensive response. It will most likely cause some defensive reaction in the person we are speaking to. Imagine somebody talking to you and speaking loudly and speaking hurriedly. You know, it will most likely offend you. So we should take note of that. If we have been speaking quickly and loudly to people, we should take note that we are not we are not communicating effectively. The third one will be bringing up the past. Bringing up the past. Well, it is said that the past is the best predictor of the future, or something around the line around the lines of. Um, 
if you don't know where you're coming from, you cannot know where you're going. Yes, we can make reference to the past. But when you want to have an honest conversation or dialogue with, with somebody, please avoid bringing up the past. Well, at times, revisiting, revisiting the past in a particular context or situation is totally unwarranted. You know, recalling history too will most likely set off a defensive tone. So, if you don't want to sabotage your effective communication with somebody, leave their past and talk with them. Awesome. So, we should be careful of bringing up the past when conversing with people. And that one will be defending our feelings. I take it again, defending our feelings. What are feelings? Feelings are emotions. And emotions, they are neutral. They are neither right nor wrong. So, it is when it, it, it materializes into action. That is when you can say, okay, this is a right action or a wrong action. But when feelings, they are neither right nor wrong. So, you don't need to defend your feelings. And if you have been defending your feelings, let me tell you, doing so we add tension to the conversation. So, it is counterproductive when you are trying to pass a message across and you are defending your feelings. Another one would be judging another's feelings. Judging another's feelings. Defending your feelings is bad enough. It is as bad as judging another's feelings. So, when you do that, it's adverse to a meaningful conversation. So, attacking another person's feelings will do you no good. I can give you an example. An example would be you telling somebody, somebody talking to you and you tell the person, look, I don't even know why you feel this way. That's attacking someone's feelings. It will close the door to meaningful conversation, to meaningful and honest conversation. Another one would be, please, be reasonable. All these are ways we can judge people's conversation. Another one would be interrupting another person. I've heard this several times. When somebody is speaking, let them speak. Do not interrupt them. Yes, look at it. The implication of interrupting somebody speaking is that even if you know what the speaker is trying to say, even if you want to interject with an honest enthusiasm, it is still rude. There is a saying that um, a well-intentioned enthusiasm interjected in conversation is rude. So either way, it is counterproductive. Do not interrupt somebody speaking so that, you know, the conversation will flow and you can get their message. Another one will be ignoring the other person. Also, ignoring another person. So if you want to have an honest conversation with somebody, please do not ignore them. Um, we can break down this one into two. There's the blatant ignoring people and there's the subtle ignoring people. So the blatant way of doing it is like somebody's talking to you and then you walk away from their presence. That's a blatant way of ignoring somebody. It is disrespectful, it is demeaning, and it is condescending. Well, there's another way. Maybe this time you are in a superior position. The person is, you know, not as old as you are. The person is younger than you are. So you may not necessarily need to walk away. But you can show them that what they are saying is meaningless. 
and this is the subtle you know and like pressing on your phone watching tv just keeping busy doing nothing or doing other stuff this will mean ignoring the other person another one will be blaming somebody for your feelings blaming someone for your feelings we have seen that feelings are neutral they are emotions they are neither right nor wrong and we have seen that we shouldn't defend our feelings when talking with somebody this time around is blaming somebody for us feeling the way we feel blaming somebody for our feelings so people places and things they can trigger feelings we know it is a given people places and things can trigger feelings but they cannot create feelings they cannot create feelings so feelings is created in your mind it's not by people not by places not by things even though people places and things can trigger feelings feelings of sadness feelings of excitement and all that can be triggered by people and things and places but they cannot create it so always take accountability for the way you feel always take accountability for the way you feel the last one will be manipulation manipulation <laughs> this one has a straight up evil connotation so when you want to have an honest and open dialogue with somebody don't go in with a scripted agenda if you want it to be natural and honest except you are going for an interview and you are the interviewer then you can go with some questionnaire or you are, you are working on a project and you are using the questionnaire method of um, um, gathering information then you can go with scripted questions however if you want to have an honest conversation with somebody do not go with a scripted agenda do not go with a scripted agenda because it won't come off as natural and what this implies is that or how it is how it actually happens is we tend to steer the conversation in certain directions to get desired desired results so each time we are moving our conversation to different places either to indict the other person or to make them feel intellectually incapacitated or to ask you know trying to make them eat their words and all that once that happens the conversation becomes manipulative and when you manipulate somebody into holes or choke holes it kills honest natural and open dialogue so we'll take a short break as soon as we return we'll look at the solutions to these conversational errors bye bye Quanto ti 
from the break i hope we enjoyed that musical interlude one of my favorite songs composed by alfonso's liguri and uh, beautifully done or rendered by damien bokoski we are talking about communication errors and the solutions thereof to these errors and we enumerated nine communication errors one of them was Crossing our arms and leaning back when we are spoken to, speaking loudly and quickly, bringing up the past when talking with people, defending our feelings, judging another's feelings, interrupting another when they are speaking. We also talked about ignoring the other person when they are speaking to us, blaming someone for our feelings and manipulation. Now we are going to talk about the solutions to some of these problems how to come off as better communicators. Remember, we have enumerated friendship, empathy, listening, all these will make us better conversationists or will make our com- communication very, very effective. So number one, what is the solution to crossing our arms and leaning back when we are spoken to? The solution will be leaning forward. Exactly leaning forward if possible making a physical contact with the person that is speaking to us this shows we are empathic and this also shows that what the person is saying to us we appreciate and is important so remember when somebody is speaking to you if you are sitting lean forward possibly if possible make physical contact with the person that will show that what they are saying to you is important second instead of speaking loudly and quickly speak slowly and deliberately that doesn't mean you should talk with a slow like i just did no but speak slowly calmly and deliberately that way you will get the other person to bring their guards down what is the solution to bringing up the past in conversation? Try to focus on the present as much as possible. As much as possible. 
resist the temptation to go back to make a point. Go back to history to make a point. And if you will go back to history to make a point, please tender unreserved apologies. Or take their permission before you go there. That way, you will come off as empathic. You will come off as friendly. So, defending our feelings. How do we communicate without defending our feelings? The solution will be to be honest and openly share what you're feeling. If you are disappointed by the behavior of, let's say, a sibling or a friend, instead of nursing some ill feelings or, as most people do, withdrawing into their shells and avoiding that person for a while, you can be open with the person. Not to scold the person in the open, but you could have an honest conversation with the person in private, but you have to be open about it and honest. So, when you are open and honest about how you are feeling, and you are you are very objective in your statements, you are this is what you did to me. I did not like it. Make it as clear as possible. You will be appreciated, and you will feel better afterwards. And that one is judging another's feelings. How do we avoid the pitfall of judging another person's feelings? Now, even if somebody's feelings doesn't make sense to you, simply listen and ask them why they feel the way they did. That way, conversational doors will open and you can take it from there in respect, in friendliness, and in love. So, even though the feelings don't matter to you, listen, do not interrupt, and let them say what they have to say. Then you ask them why they are feeling feeling sometimes it may be transferred aggression it may not even necessarily be what you did at that material point at that material time or at that point in time so when you understand why they feel the way they feel then you can heal together the other one is interrupting somebody while they're speaking so the solution is simple just let them finish their story without interrupting even though what you want to interject is very valuable. You know, don't undermine their ability to communicate by interrupting them. So, allow them make the effort in communicating without you, you know, interrupting them. The other one is ignoring the other person. We've seen how bad this is. Imagine talking to someone and the person walks out on you. <laughs> that, is, that, is, that, is the, that is the worst form of insolence you can give somebody. So if we know how bad it is, then we shouldn't do it to people. And the best way to uh, solve this problem is to make an attempt to listen. Pay attention to someone listening to you. Just listen. Even if they are saying rubbish to you, just listen. That way you won't be tempted to walk out. The other one is blaming somebody for our feelings. Of course, we have established that feelings are neutral. Nobody can make you per se. So nobody can create that feelings. You know, all those feelings in you, they are created by your mind in response to the situation at hand. So you can't blame anybody for what your mind has done. However, it is fair to say that um, certain occasions, you know, trigger some feelings to come. So, I mean, 
we have to resist the temptation to blame someone else for the way we feel. That's just it. We know that situations can trigger these feelings and, and, and hamper communication, but nobody's to blame for the way we feel. And the last one, manipulation. Manipulation. What is the solution to manipulating others in conversing with us? Now, we all we all know that, or uh, if we, if it's not public knowledge, but it's, it actually is, that the best communication happens when both parties, you know, drop their wish list. They simply listen to each other and respond lovingly. So, if you drop your wish list, listen to each other and um, respond accordingly or lovingly, we will better understand ourselves. Uh, the problem will, will arise if the other person or if one person is n- has not understood what they want. That is a whole topic for another day. People do not know who they are. First of all, if you don't know who you are, you cannot differentiate between your wants and your needs. And if you don't know what you want and what you need, you will not be able to prioritize your need over your wants. And then, if you don't know what you need and what you want, you won't know how to get what you want because everything will just look like what you need and what you want. Meanwhile, there are some things you can do without. It is said that the best things in the in life are free. The best things, love, air, water, life, they are free. But the second best things in life, <laughs> they are very expensive. So, therein goes the need and the want. Luxury cars, yacht, um, fantastic trips around the world and all these things are they are the second best things in life but they are not free however we can do without them you can stay in one place not but not uh, literally uh, transfixed to a spot but you can stay in one place in one region and grow old and live out the rest of your natural years on earth without traveling around the world but you can live very long without love you can live very long without people you can live very long without life without air without water you see those are the best things in life so it is only when you have known yourself in light of the scriptures you have differentiated your needs from your wants then when you see what you need you'll be able to pay the full price to get what you need and when you see what you want we know that these things are passing they are ephemeral and sometimes mundane and you can actually do without them so i hope we have learned something today and this will help us be better communicators let us pray lord in heaven every day this lesson goes for us to be better communicators we do not know where we will use them but we know that you will help us to use them in the right situation help us to grow better, effective, all the way around with everyone around us that will love you and bless humanity. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.